Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea, and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting. I'm really sorry about what I did, Alison. It's no shame being second to you. Thank you, Lisa. You know, I'm actually kind of glad I lost. (laughs) Now I know losing isn't the end of the world. Hey, you still think we can be friends? Only if we're the best. I bet my walkies. Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quest, and nobody gets any more Facebook page, nohomers.net, popculture.com.au, podbean.com, and ridgewallet.com. I am Dando. I am Mitch. I was going to give a quick little insight to what goes on behind the scenes here at Four Finger Discount, just a mm-hmm. little pre-recording conversation that we had, and this probably says more about my life than it does about anything else, where you offered me a beer, and I said, I would love a beer, and then you, I, I, offered, I said, would you like me to get you one too? He said, there's only one left. I went, well, I don't want to take your last beer, and then you, you were saying... It's okay, I'm not going to drink it anyway. But you got about as far as it, and then I went, that's all right, I'll grab it. <laughs> as soon as you sort of got the inkling that yeah. it was yours, you're yeah. fine, that's fine. It was like the most bullshit false politeness on my part. <laughs> oh, I couldn't possibly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here to review Lisa's Rival, an episode that I really liked as a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember really enjoying it. I really liked, see, when I was a kid, I liked to be the smart I have to think of myself as the smart kid at okay. my school. I went to a, a very shit school, as you would assume. <laughs> and I when, mean, I didn't want to say anything. And when another smart kid came along, I didn't like it. So I related to Lisa in this yeah, episode. Yeah, right. Yeah. I wasn't so much the smartest kid, but I was the kid that always did a lot of work and was the goody two-shoes, like the teacher's pet. I was oh, the really? teacher's pet in primary school. I, yeah. say I, was like, I was the smartest kid, but I was the laziest. So teachers like looked at me and were like, oh, you could be so much more. Yeah. They didn't hate me, but every report card was Mitch needs to do better with his talent. Yeah. And... Hey, whatever, I'm writing a book now, guys. So, I did it all on my own. I actually got a scholarship when I went from primary school to high school. And then when I went to high school, people who were smarter than me, I got exposed. Like, to a real school. (laughs) Beans, beans, the magical fury. Yeah, is that that what you're busting out on day one? What did you think of the episode? Uh, Yeah, look, I really like uh, Lisa's rival. I like the references to Edgar Allan Poe. Yep. Um, and it's got one of my favorite B plots of all time. Oh, the, I forgot it was here. Truck. When I saw, it, when I saw so it sugar, I was like, "Oh my god, here it is!" It's such a this brilliant thing to have inserted into oh. the background for no reason whatsoever. No, but it's just perfect. And apparently, George Meyer pitched that idea, but Conan O'Brien pitched the story for the Lisa story. I didn't know that. That's so it's kind of like the last Conan episode to an in extent. Way, he pitched the idea just on his way out. Just tossed a notepad. Yeah. Just, just tossed a paper airplane over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, folded exactly it out. Really done. Yeah. What do you think if he had have written the episode? Do you think it would have changed in many ways? Do you think I don't it would, think have, been it would have been. No, I don't think so because I, I, you wouldn't want the sugar to be wackier than it was. Like pulling an Englishman out of the sugar pile, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. The Adam West and Burt Ward style beekeepers. How great is there's, that? there's already so much in there that feels like it's kind of. It's actually ironic that it's that. B plot that he hasn't pitched, but that already yeah. felt like it had a real Conan stamp. On the Lisa it. story couldn't really be wacky either. I guess not really. No. no. It's actually quite an original story, mm. Lisa. We haven't had... She's never ex- uh, been, uh, experienced this yet. No. And it was kind of interesting that 
finally, like Lisa, who's an outcast and an outsider, it's the first time that you see that while that's a label that she might not necessarily love, she's found comfort in it. So then as soon as she sees someone else like her, rather than latch onto that person and form find strength through unity, she freaks out about the fact that, like, well, that was the only bit of identity that I had, and now even that's been taken away yeah. from me. We see the best and worst of Lisa in this episode. Yeah. Best in the sense that she, at the end, feels so guilty that she has to expose her. Mm-hmm. Not, not expose herself, but try and help Ellison. But we also, also see her desire to achieve yeah. and, and want to be number one. Yeah, as much as it's kind of spun that, as a is negative, it's negative in this one, I think, because she's doing it. it. It plays out as a negative, but I mean, you also do see her talent along the way. Like the Oliver Twist diorama is a brilliant-looking diorama, and she busts out a great the saxophone efforts, yeah. solo. So you see her talent along the way, even though it's in a slightly misguided attempt to put someone else down. I thought you could have given a better effort with Jeremy Jeremy's Iron. Have you ever tried? There is almost no. Oh yeah, no. There are no good anagrams for Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Not at all. I looked them up beforehand. Really? I was, like I jumped on an anagram website because I'm yeah, not yeah. about to be sitting down coming up with anagrams. Mm. Uh, but there's nothing. Like really, nothing good comes out of that name. So maybe it was a setup. They knew it. Oh, they wanted. It. They wanted Lisa to look That's dumb. In the world of anagram games, yeah, Jeremy Irons is like that. Oh, you rascal! Yeah. <laughs> But Lisa didn't pick up on it. Yeah, exactly. She didn't know any different. Now, before we get into today's review, I need to clarify something. What did, oh, I, yeah. what did I learn last week, Mitch? That you're not the smartest kid in school. <laughs> epidermis is not your hair. No, epidermis is your skin. And I knew last week I was going to look into it and I thought, no, Nelson would not lie. The <laughs> Simpsons wouldn't lie to me. They've never lied to me in the past. They lied to me. I should have put my hand up, but you, I, I think, to be fair, you probably mentioned at a time that I was reading a note and I wasn't listening. Yeah. Do you want to enlighten... Just glossed over. Do you want to enlighten me on what epidermis actually is? It's your skin. It's your skin, yes. And a, a lot of our listeners have enlightened me this week as well, haven't they? Yeah. Far too People many. People have been outraged. Literally outraged. Yeah. Look, just because we've never we've never had dermatitis or eczema or any other skin condition, so it's never been a word that we've had to associate no. ourselves with. But thank you for everyone for caring so much. I appreciate it. I don't mind. I don't mind being wrong from time to time. If it means you guys engage with us, then so be it. So, what was your favourite moment from the episode, Mitch? It's the bees. No my- bees. S- sorry, no buzzing. Suggest dramatic no beekeepers. That yep. is my beat. A little too quiet, if you ask me. <laughs> I thought he was going for Shatner. He was actually going Adam West for yeah, ba- Adam Batman. West. Yeah. yeah, to the Beemobile. Instead of that, ah, of course, like, yeah, that's the yeah. most obvious one. I, I just thought it was Shatner. No, no. But how great is it? Yeah, it's you just mean, so you mean Simpson. You diabolic, <laughs> <laughs> diabolic as a noun. Although brilliant, if you know what I mean. I'm, I'm afraid I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, so great. So let's get into some new names. I'll kick you off. Kick off with mine. Okay, please do. Well, tell us the Twitter guy first. We've got a listener's one. Um, yep. uh, from at Harrison Arth. Box diorama drama. I like it. Me too. Mine is Lisa's liarama. Lisa's liarama. Not too bad. Uh, Edgar Allan Doe. Yes, because it's just wherever possible we get a Doe reference into mm-hmm. the title. And searching for door to door sugar man. That is good. I like it. There was actually it's one a little co- clumsy, but there was one a couple of weeks ago where we should have inserted Doe, and I think a listener tweeted us. Yeah, one. I can't remember what it was, and I'm not going to oh. go back. <laughs> I don't care. But if you go back into our Twitter, you see someone wrote to, wrote to yeah. us. Yeah. But hey, uh, what whatever episode's coming up next week, feel free to tweet us and tell us what your alternate title would yes, be. The best ones to... will be read out on the show. The best way that you know you're going to get through to both of us is Twitter. You're definitely going to get a response via Twitter. See, mm. Facebook's just... And if that response oh. has a condescending ha-ha written at the end of it, then it's written by Dando. Trivia. I'll kick it off. Or no, you kick off. Because I said Lisa's Lyrama first. All right, then. What prank did Bart try to play on Principal Skinner? Classic prank. 
Fridge running. Yes. Caught yeah. him up. Is your fridge running? Yes. What was Bart reading after Lisa kicks her, him out of her room? He goes and goes oh. in his bed and reads a book. Some magazine. Is it a real magazine or a fake magazine? It's fake. I'm okay. sure. yeah. So it's not like Thug Life or anything like it's that. It's something no. life, though. Um, Prankster's Life? Bad Boy's Life. Bad Boy's Life. Okay. What were Rod and Todd playing on the floor oh. when they thought they heard Gabriel's horn? Checkers? Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Okay. What, what A board game they, or something? No, like they had a little Noah's Ark figure and okay. a bunch of animals, like toy animals They'll on the floor. Figurines. Yep. yep. What was the name of the book Marge was reading? Uh, Love in the Time of Scurvy. That is correct. If the number two, or going by this episode, Lisa mm-hmm. has a vision where she's at the number two or uh, concert for the yep. second best band in the world. If these three performers were the second best band, then by extension, who would be the first best band? Simon? Yes. Hall? Yes. Oh, I don't remember the other one. Loggins. Loggins. Ah, oh, damn it. Simon, Loggins, and Hall. Nearly got it. Yeah, yeah that was a great job. <laughs> no, Hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> what did Homer warn Bart from hitting? When, he, when Bart was driving the car, he says, Watch out, look out for this, look out for that. And there was three things. Old man. Mm-hmm. Grandpa. It's two animals. Uh, didn't catch animals. Cat, deer, old man. Okay. I'm done because I, oh, okay. I also had the one about scurvy. Okay, cool. Yep. What is the number on Molman's bumper sticker? Comment on my driving it, or whatever it is. Yeah, how's my driving? So, oh, sorry. What's the number? No idea. Okay, one eight hundred triple five three eight seven two. Where does Homer tell Marge he found the sugar? And he whispers oh, at the Bart. What does he say? Not in the forest. In the forest. In the forest. How much? <laughs> how much is Homer selling his sugar for? Dollar per pound. Dollar per the pound. The supermarket yes. sells it for thirty-five cents. <laughs> His comes with uh, gifts, though. Yeah, prizes. How much a blaster cap? Yeah. How much money did Homer lose by not going to work? Forty dollars. Forty dollars. Not earning much, is he? I wrote that exact it's same thing in my notes. Like that's a really shit wage. Yeah. Even even in the early to mid nineties, to be working in a nuclear power plant, I'd Safety expect technician. Yeah, I'd expect he's getting more than like your common boilermaker. It's like a, a hourly wage for a mm. whole day's work. Anyway, and my final question: What is the name of the the honey place, the beekeeper place? What's their business mm. called? Bees to meet you. That would have been a good name. No, it's just called Goldsboro's Honey. Okay. Goldsboro's Honey. Anyway. So, a few facts about the episode due to the earthquake that we mentioned. I I want to start a honey farm now called Bees to Meet You. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, a bee farm where you go to to meet the bees. Yeah. So, I said honey farm, didn't I? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, hang on. Is it a honey farm? Because if you have sugar cane, you have... Like, I'm assuming they need the bees to make them honey, so they must be making Well, I guess you don't call it a milk farm. Well, it's called Goldsboro's Honey. But it's a dairy. Hmm. Anyway... Doesn't matter. The point is, it's a good pun. Yes. The earthquake that we mentioned last week also affected this episode as well. Mm-hmm. And apparently much of the animation was done at the own homes of the animators. Yeah, I'd heard that. It was just anything to get the job done, basically. Yeah. It went And like same deal with the directors. They'd set up shop in a garage and away they went. I wish I had known Steve, that before we spoke to David. Steve Jobs Still. and Alan... Whatever the fuck. Um, style. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other guy's name? Oh, the guy in the garage. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know, <laughs> Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen. I was about to say... <laughs> Silverman requested to animate Homer's sugar scenes after hearing Castellanata's performance. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. It is pretty cool. So it was like he just spotted that and went, I need to be doing well, this. Well, I feel like Silverman had the power to say, that's mine. Yeah. By this point, you know? Yeah. He's like, he's, in regards to animators for the show, it doesn't get any higher than Silverman, it, does it? In AFL terms, Silverman is your loose man in defense. He's just going down, and sometimes you'll man up, sometimes you'll drop into a hole, sometimes you'll crash a contest, but it's all on his terms. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Alison Taylor, the name, 
comes from Mike Scully, who wrote the episode. Mm. Uh, his two daughters were Alison and Taylor. Ah, that's okay. where her name comes from. A little portmanteau of the two girls. Yes. Winona Ryder was the guest voice of Alison Taylor. Yes. And did, what do you think of her performance? Pretty good job. Believably yeah. young. Yep. yep. It's not one where you... I didn't hear it and think Winona Ryder. Mm. And that's the best kind of celebrity guest appearances, I think. The ones yeah, where you're not bothered or not distracted by who it is. When they just fit into the character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think is your favourite one of those? Favourite one where... Would it be Bergstrom? Bergstrom's pretty obviously Dustin Hoffman, apart from the fact that the name isn't done. So if you wanted to talk about one where I wouldn't know who the actor mm. was, I'd probably be more inclined to say Malloy. Yeah, that is a great performance. Mm. Sam Neill. Mm. Hank Azaria's Beekeeper, the voice, was, as we mentioned, was based yep. on Adam West. Can't stand your bulky wallet? Well, have no fear, because the Ridge is a slim front pocket wallet offered in carbon fibre, aluminium, and titanium. From one card to 15, the Ridge is the last wallet you will ever need. RFID blocking to protect your information and offered with free worldwide shipping and a lifetime guarantee. And to save 10% on your next Ridge wallet, go to ridgewallet.com and type the code Wallet Inspector. Ridge Wallet, it's the wallet for you. <laughs> The original air date was September 11th, 1994. Chopboard gag, no one is interested in my underpants. And the catch gag is the Simpsons all swim to the couch. We kick off with the prank that you mentioned earlier, Bart pranking Skinner. And I, yeah, like w- what I really liked about the way they have this joke is that because it's such a classic prank, they don't need to have the setup for the punchline to work. That's true, you know like, what he said. You just hear him on the background going, oh, well, as it turns out, my fridge wasn't running. Thank you, you've saved me uh, countless money in spoilage. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> He's interrupting Lisa, who's trying to play a saxophone. They really set up at the start here that Lisa's having trouble. What do you, what do you think they were yeah. going for here? That this Lisa's frustrated? Um, a, frustrated, or kind of B, not fitting in. Like, mm. her, her interests are not She's other She's bothering everybody interests. else, yeah. And C, just helping kind of set the, set the scene for needing to practice to be able to get into the first chair. Homer is in the garage with his <laughs> drill and camera. Drill and camera. This, this was a great moment for Marge. She sacrificed. It, well, in a moment. Yes, yeah. yeah like, but- it's, a, it's a great setup for a gag later. As funny, like, this is one of those, it's a classic, it's really rare in jokes where the setup is as funny as the punchline. Yeah. And and you think it's taking you down a particular path and then it, you have the rug pulled out from under you later on. But, yeah, firstly, I love Homer with his easy, <laughs> breaks it open. Mm, I'm going to need a bigger drill. A bigger drill, yeah. Like, so, that's funny on its own. You've yeah. got set up and a punchline to that. And then you get a double punchline with Marge in a moment going, I sacrificed a very expensive camera <laughs> to get some quiet. And they could have very easily put that before we see Homer with the camera. But it's funnier because it came oh, it's afterwards. it's way funnier because yeah, it's afterwards. 100%. Yeah. So, Marge is reading her book. She's... They sort of make it out like Marge is, is sort of sexually frustrated in this episode when they actually have a quite a good sex life. Maybe not necessarily frustrated, but certainly has so a fantasy. Have fantasies. Yeah, yeah, she just wants her fantasies. She, fan- she actually, in this season, or last season as well, she's fantasized a lot. What was the last one? Was it Lee Majors? Lee Majors, yeah. <laughs> and there was another one as well where she was dreaming away. Anyway, she likes to fantasize Marge. Lisa interrupts her with the saxophone, stop blowing my sex. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> There's a couple like that followed... Like, that's hot on the heels of um, something about your heaving bosoms, m'lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, firstly, no amount of m'lady is going to make heaving bosoms classy, okay? No. <laughs> but I do like the effort. Would, I appreciate that they try. Do you try. think our wives would appreciate if we said they've got heaving bosoms? Uh, is it a, it's, a, it's a positive, right? It's not derogatory. I don't feel like heaving is necessarily a word that's going to make you feel it's, it doesn't. It sounds like you're sexy. saying fat, don't you reckon? Your heaving bosoms. Bosom, in general, sounds like it's a fat word. 
Mm, oh, yeah, like it looks like a fat word. There's a lot of curves, like the B and the double, like the two O's in the word, and then you've got the S's and the M. Like everything is a really big, bold, fat word on the page, and it sounds fat to say out loud. Yeah, just a little bit of you know. Um, What's that song? Bosoms for a etymology pillow. Etymology for people. What's that? Sorry. What's that song where they say everyone needs a bosom for a pillow? Everyone wants a bosom for a pillow. Song. Do you is know that, that what song? that is? Yeah. Okay. You, everyone you, wants you a bosom like the, for a pillow. Everyone wants a bosom or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Everyone okay. needs a bosom. I know what you're talking about. I had no idea that that's what the lyric of that what song was. What did you was. think it was? I never, mumble, mumble, no, jumble? Pretty much, yeah. It was one of those songs that so was like, it's just noise. You just make up words. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite song where you make up words? Everybody needs a jaff or for some breakfast. <laughs> Why not? That'll do. Uh, favourite song where I just make up words. Um, look, they're not my made up words. I'll put it out there, but it's a video, like, you know, one of those compilation videos of misheard lyrics of the 90s. Yeah. And it's... Metallica. Enter Sandman. Yeah, Enter Sandman. Okay. Enter night. And a baked apple pie is the, like, um, dreams of war, dreams of fire, dreams of dragons, die, and a baked apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's the one time, that yeah. I love. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting back to the episode, where are we up to? So, the beginning. <laughs> we just started, yeah. Homer's ruined the camera. Mar- uh, Lisa's interrupted Marge's sex fantasy. Oh, yeah. Maggie, she puts the pacifiers in her ears. So, no one in the family yeah, that's right. wants Lisa to be able to play the sax. They're all bothered by it. Yeah. Which is so troubling because she's quite good. Yes. And she's then sent outside because she no one wants her inside the house playing. And Flanders, the Flanders family think it's Judgment Day. Mm. <laughs> Excited. It's like, you know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. They're just, they are so... They made this joke a few times, haven't yeah, they? Yeah. They are really just waiting to... Looking for, forward to death. Looking forward for Jesus to come back yeah. and choose them. Yes. Now, at school, and actually, I should have mentioned this at the start, Ralph had some great moments in this episode, some great one-liners. I think a lot of people's favourite quotes from Ralph, four of them come out of this. Well, three three at least. What's what's the fourth one? I don't know. I just picked a number. At least three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ralph wants help on the test, and Lisa says, I can't. That's cheating. That wouldn't defeat the whole purpose Mm. of the test. And Actually, so can I say my favourite of the Ralph lines? Cause there's, on this episode? Yeah, like, I bet my Wookiee, my cat's breath smells like cat food, all that sort of stuff. That's fine. For me, it's the least Ralph line, Leave but it's the alone. funniest. Yeah. Leave me alone. I can't help you with it, Ralph. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so good. <laughs> so, Miss Hoover asks a question. I think, is this, which is the one, which is the Ralph line we get here? She, well, this? Ralph is trying to cheat and says like Lisa says I can't help you it, yeah, it defeats yeah. the purpose uh, something relatively my cat's smart my cat, he says my cat's name is Mittens yes. and then um, yeah then she asks for the answer he puts up his hand is this about your cat yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> goes, goes back down <laughs> so good Lisa's about to answer because she thinks she's the only one that knows mm. the answer to the question typically would be yes and Alison interrupts yeah. I never realised this as a kid I didn't realise Alison was from the grade below her at the same school that moved up. I thought she was the new kid at school. I'd always thought that as well, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah but she's from the third... At least the third grade? She's second grade. At least the second. So she's first, first grade, grade skipped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which makes me wonder, why did the other kids not know who she was? We're not, like, bullying her and stuff. Do they not know? Do they just not care? Maybe, I guess so. I suppose when you're primary school, you hang out with your year level, don't you? you have yeah, your little areas. Yeah, We're, we had the big area, which was like the, the bigger playground, and the little area with the little yeah. Kids and you'd out. look forward to graduating, we like the follow to... year, you could come back. Yeah, Sam Pitt's mine next yeah. year, bitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa is immediately concerned that there's another smart kid at school. She can't believe. It. Well, it's because Mrs. Hoover says, "Wow, we." Yeah. Yeah. Wowie or Yowie? Yowie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I never, I never made Miss Hoover Yowie. Speaking of Yowies, they're back. 
I saw those. Yeah. Five dollars each though. Yeah, way fuck? too expensive. What's going on here? I couldn't believe it. Buy three blocks of chocolate for five bucks. <laughs> if you don't get the toy, the little animal inside. Yeah, because that's worth it. <laughs> it's not yeah. gonna swing me as an adult. I always felt Yowie toys were better than Kinder Surprise toys though. Kinder Surprise has just gone down. Oh, I always thought that the Yowie chocolate was better, but I preferred the Kinder Surprise toys. I see. I, Cause I, mean, Yowie, around, I prefer Kinder Surprise chocolate. I always remembered Yowie toys were basically just little figurines of different animals, whereas Kinder Surprises, occasionally you get something you can put together. Occasionally. That's the, you, that's the thing. You spend 20 One minutes. 20 times. Yeah. I did like all the animals, though. That's that topic covered. <laughs> Yowie versus Kinder put Surprise. A, put a tick in the Yowie versus Kinder Surprise box. <laughs> How do we get to that conversation? Anyway. Yowie. Yes, that is. Yeah, yeah. So Lisa's very, very jealous. She goes to see her during lunchtime. She goes to see her sitting down. Mm. And it's more Lisa here trying to feel her out a bit, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's like walking up to the new person in prison and figure out where their allegiances are. That is true. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it's like. And Lisa doesn't like the fact that Alison, or well, Alison virtually is Lisa, isn't she? Just better. But better. Yeah, yeah. at everything. Yeah, including but- not hemp- uh, not hyperventilating. That was funny. Yeah. Are you hyperventilating? <laughs> no. no. Just smelling my lunch. Just smelling my lunch. But it would be concerning though for Lisa because she's always been the only kid who played sax. Mm. But with Springfield Elementary, when they do the band, does it go by year level, does it? Or is it a school band? Because wouldn't Alison have auditioned for first chair? Or is she only like to audition because she's in the second grade? That's a very good question. Well, Jimbo's in there, so it's exactly, obviously yeah. a whole thing. So why did Alison never... Continuity issue that Alison, yeah, probably should have been there at some point in the past. Unless... Elementary, maybe she was supposed... This is her first year at the school, first grade. But instead of starting in first grade, she starts in second. Well, Skinner's, the one, ma- well, Skinner's the one that skipped her. Yeah, but that would make sense though, right? Like in, in Australia, to clarify for international listeners, a lot of schools have what's called prep, which is like preparatory level. And then you go grade one, grade two, grade yeah, three, yeah. grade four. Elementary school, if it starts at grade one and she's been skipped into grade two, then she's come from some other school to go into... She's gone from like junior whatever come into elementary school, and then they've gone, nah, you're probably too smart for year one, you go to year two, but this is her first time at Springfield. Like AFL grading games when you're in Little League. Yeah, something along those lines. She she, she played her grading games at some cheaper schools, yeah. <laughs> at some lower lower level schools, and she'd beat up on them all, in all of the tests, so then they put her in a higher class. Do you know one year, we deliberately played shit in the grading games, got put into a shit league, Division 3, and just mauled everybody. Empty premiership. Yeah, <laughs> empty premiership. We got every single game of like 10 goals. It was great. <laughs> So it cuts the Bart driving the car for Homer because he's eating what? Is it pizza? Yeah, Homer's eating pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're steering fine, boy. Yes. Hurry up and finish eating. You're steering fine, boy. Hard to the right. Oh. Hard to the left. Get. Steer. Old man. Ah! Jackknife sugar truck. Sugar? Homer's still in charge of the pedals. He could have braked. Yes. For any of those obstacles. Sped up. <laughs> Nearly hits grandpa. And then, and then he gets sugar. And when I heard him say sugar, I went, oh my God. Yeah. This is it. That's here. This, this is top three Homer subplots of all time for me. Uh, mm. It's not as good as the all you can eat. That could have been me. Yeah. But I do love this. It's, uh, what about the oil or the grease? Storing grease. It's very similar to storing and, sugar. Which the grease is yeah, very similar to this. This is so, it's just so fucking wacky. That's yeah. what makes it so great. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. He's just got a pile of sugar in the backyard. <gasps> Jackknife. That's, yeah, like the Jack way he's sugar like, Jackknife sugar. <laughs> Jackknife sugar truck. <laughs> Poor Molman. Molman's great here. Yeah. I love these. If only the sugar were as sweet as you, sir. <laughs> Comes back. Truck's empty. Yeah. <laughs> well, Homer's shoveled as much sugar as, as he much can. As much as he into can into the car. Start shoveling them, boy. <laughs> oh, the great uh, play on words here. Texas tea. 
Sweetener. <laughs> Lisa then interrupts Marge again with her fantasy. Marge is just not having a good run here, is she? Just wants she just wants to fantasize about a big guy liking her bosoms. Yeah. Her heaving bosoms. Yeah. And Lisa just won't getting it on in the time of scurvy. Yeah, and Lisa just will not let, allow her to have it. Oh, th- th- there's a great bit of innuendo here that just goes straight over Marge's head, though, which I love. It's oh, like, maybe if you'd, like, why didn't I ever get Skip ahead? Maybe if you'd been a bit, nice to, bit nicer to Principal Skin, I know what I mean. It's like, Lisa! I am nice. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't get it at all. <laughs> so great. But you think she gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Homer is then, well, they're having dinner, and Homer has filled all their dinner with sugar. Sugar-laden dinner. Just, yeah. Why not? Yeah. You've got plenty of it. But not even in the form of anything. Like, it's just piles just sh- of sugar yeah, on just, the plate, yeah, basically. Just- <laughs> and he reveals his sugar business. Mm. And as we mentioned before, selling it at, at roughly- Three times the price. Two- yeah, three times the price of the supermarket. <laughs> What's his reasoning for it? I don't think he has any. Because uh, it goes straight into like, this, like you know, I just bit. There's a shard of glass in mine or something. There was a prize. Uh, the thing is, it's door to door sugar. At least he's delivering it. That's to That's true. Yeah, yeah. So he does have a higher production cost. We get to the band auditions now. What I liked here was that Skinner was there, bored and yawning mm. because there's a job that he had to do, but he wouldn't want to be there. Yeah. It was just nice. Just he didn't say anything. He was just there, bored. Yeah. His last little bit of animation. It happens a lot whenever there's um. Like school plays or something like that, that Skinner doesn't hide his disdain for what he has to yeah, sit through. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Jimbo the tambourine, just yeah. bang. Mm, someone's been practicing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just bashes Martin with it. Yep. What if he break his. Uh... Uh, I can't remember what it was, but just like get the absolute non non caring response. No, nothing at all. Yeah. But I just love uh, how, yes. how hard he hits him. Just whack. <laughs> Alison then arrives and her and Lisa have a, a sax off. That's what I've called it. Sax okay. off, is that a thing? Yeah. yeah, I suppose. Why not? I, I just wrote that they jammed. Yeah. They both play really nice pieces of music here's, here. Well, yeah, like Lisa plays a good piece and then Ellison plays a good piece. This is, these are my notes. Lisa plays a good piece. Ellison plays a good piece. Lisa jams. Ellison lays down the blues, then hits some funk. Lisa busts out the swing and then passes out. That's what the script would have said. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Her face goes bright red. She passes out. This was a really great... What would this kind of gag be called? It's not a bait and switch. It's mm. a... She thinks she's woken up, but she hasn't. And then she wakes up. That's yeah, more of a rug pull. Rug pull, that's still... That'll work. It, yeah. Oh, it's just a dream. Oh, that was a close one, Lisa, but you made it. I won first chair? No, you regained consciousness. Allison got first chair. And believe me, this is not a dream. Ah! I remember when this aired on Channel 10, mm. that that was the... Used in a commercial. Yep. This is not a dream. And that's when it was like, The Simpsons, this Thursday or whatever. Yeah, Thursday, right. Yeah. Okay. Come back from commercial and Lisa asks Marge for advice because now she's feeling quite average. She doesn't know how to mm. take this. Like, what What do I do? One thing I noticed here, by the way, just Marge is doing an awful lot of dishes. There's like 40 plates stacked really up in the sink. Yeah. Maybe she does them once a week. Possibly. What else is she doing with the day? I actually saw a great life hack on Twitter the other day. Instead of doing dishes, print out a picture of a clean sink and place it on top of the dishes. <laughs> You try. Yeah. I'm not sure if that Nick would work with Nicola, though. No, your wife does love, love cleaning things. Oh, boy, does she ever. When I don't clean things, boy, do I hear you about You hear it. about it? <laughs> so, is it Marge that says there's always going to be someone better than you? Is it Marge? Because mm. I've, I've only got the quote here, but it sounds like something Homer would say. But I suppose it's not mm-hmm. really... It's not meant in a negative way. No, nah, no. Nah, Homer would say it more negatively. Yeah, it made yeah. me think of the Benfold song, There's Always Someone Cooler Than You, mm-hmm. which is... And it's always true. Like, it's that thing of you're never as good as you think, you're never as bad as you think, no matter, realistically, unless you are 
the absolute, like, you know, if it's quantifiable, like for such a long time. And I think it was recently pipped, but, you know, Bill Gates is the richest person in the world. That's the thing that he is the richest person in the world. But anyone other than that, of all of the other six and a half billion people in the world, no matter how rich you are, there's someone richer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was a Homer line. He would mean it more of don't bother trying because there's always someone better than you. Yeah. Where whereas, Marge is more as whereas Marge is just being accepted. Yourself. Like, yeah, don't yeah. stress. There, no matter how good you'll be, there will always be someone better. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. No, you're still being you. Homer then starts delivering door-to-door sugar and he goes <laughs> Hang to Skinner. On, so we get the bear advice as well. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. more scared of you than you are of her. That's bears, mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Homer delivering sugar to Skinner. I love how Skinner's like, door-to-door sugar. What a great idea. Yeah. I, I think we've discussed this in a previous podcast. I love that Skinner instant Mother, I'm just talking to the sugar man. Yeah. He knows that it's Homer. Yeah. But he still refers to him as the sugar man. Yeah. yeah it's really good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Simpson. Now I'm grounded. Yeah. Now he gets grounded. Yeah. So great. Ralph doesn't... Oh, so they're doing the test and Ralph asks Allison for advice this time. Yeah. He already asked Lisa earlier and yep. she shut him down. Allison says, I can't. Same response. And Lisa gets a little bit needy here. Yeah. She wants to be the person people are asking for tests. And, and then... So she can say no. Yeah. It, like, like she's just saying, well, I can't help you either. Yeah. Well, didn't fucking ask yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then she even gets jealous of... Not jealous, but kind of longing for the fact that it's not her getting pushed into yeah. the mud anymore. Like, it's kind of weird. It's a weird form of attention. But to Lisa, that was validation that she was number one. That she's better than them. Yeah. But, like intelligence-wise anyway. Mm. Yeah. Now that she's not getting pushed, she's just nothing. So Bart, in her mind. Yes. So Bart comes over to comfort her. And the whole rubber spider down Lisa's dress. This was a gag here where he pulls out the recorder. Yeah. Right? And he says, and he, he, he does the laugh. And they go no, back. to self. Yeah. Does the laugh. Stops. Goes back for a second they thought. Could done, they could have done it a third time. It's just more laughter. Um, oh, yeah. They, look, they could have, but it works fine on two. Yeah, it does. It so, is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause for it's, no reason. It's the pause in between. Like, he has that moment's thought. He's like, and yes, he's like, needs more laughter. No, it needs more laughter. It, like, needs more cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says he's going to dig up some dirt on uh, on Allison. Hmm. This is where we get the first fugitive reference. This is a pretty great non sequitur. Yes. Like, like that. remember when I got Millhouse on America's Most Wanted? And then, like, it's one of those things. It's just crowbarring in a joke from nowhere, but I don't care. It feels like... I know Conan didn't write, but it feels like a Conan game, doesn't bit. it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> Just right off the background. Not again is such a brilliant line there. Yeah. Because how many times has this happened yeah. to the poor kid? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And then he gives Lisa a business card. I don't need your card. I live in the room next to you. Order fewer cards. <laughs> Homer has then... Well, Homer's then telling Marge about how proud he is that he found a dollar. Found a dollar. In all of his sugar endeavours, he found a dollar while waiting for the bus. No one bought any. He just found a dollar. <laughs> Marge, is, is it... When he's talk, uh, delivering it to Skinner that he eats the sugar out of the bag before he dumps yeah, the door? Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> his own product. Out of a trowel as well. How good is that? Like a lolly thing. Yeah. Uh, so, Marge is not happy because he... Uh, this is one of the best Homer moments. This is one of my favourites. Mm. While you were out earning that dollar, you lost $40 by not going to work. The plant called and said, if you don't come in tomorrow, don't bother coming in Monday. Woohoo! Four-day weekend! Now, wouldn't that be a five-day five weekend? It'd be a five-day weekend, technically, yeah, yes. Yeah. I just thought about that then, yeah. because yeah. he didn't go in on Thursday. Thursday. It's still, it's great. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I also like here, too, I've got written here, that I like that they acknowledge that he's doing this and he's not going to work. Because yeah, I believe right. it's Mike Reese who always said he didn't like when Homer had schemes because he should have been at work. Yeah, okay. But they acknowledge that he's avoiding work and losing money as a result. Lisa is then looking at all her rewards on her wall and she says, well, there's no problem being second. And then she has that random fantasy about... Yeah, being- the second best band with Garfunkel, Messina and Oates. 
Is Garfunkel worse than Simon? Yeah, I think so. Paul Simon too is more often than Art yeah. Garfunkel, surely. I've got an Art Garfunkel record. Is that the one with the curly hair and the really yeah, just... Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty frightening album cover, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. <laughs> he has a face like he's just dipped his fingers in some honey. Yeah. And he wants it's you... It's in the kitchen. Over, you were yeah. really bothered by it. And he you? wants you to guess where he just rubbed it. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> uh, her justification is... Oh, her questioning... Why would they come to the concert to boo us? Yeah. Because <laughs> they just start booing as soon as yeah. they start playing. Is the song bad? I can't quite remember. I don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I was too Se- busy. It's second rate anyway. I was too bu- busy looking up whoever... Um, well, I was too busy looking up Kenny Loggins. I was like, Messina? Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who did they play with? But couldn't find any dirt on Allison. She's no. just... She's clean. But then we get back to the Fugitive and the Ho- oh, Hoover Dam. the best. Yeah. I'm telling you, I didn't do anything. I don't care. So getting back to the episode And Lisa sort of come to the realisation That she shouldn't be hating Alison She should be a friend mm. So she goes to Which her, is the natural thought yeah. From the outset And Bart's like Why fight with somebody Who's just going to kick your butt anyway yeah. You might as well just be a friend <laughs> So she goes. I prefer to, the way I put it But yes, okay She goes to her house And they play the anagram game That we mentioned earlier Mm-hmm Fails miserably. With uh, Alec Guinness, Genuine Class is the first one. Yes, but she was, but Lisa's set up, as we've sort of come to realise, wasn't she? Yeah, there are no good ones a, for little, Jeremy Irons. A little bit of a ploy. How sort of patronising is the ball? It's so great. This is one of my, like, this is a gifted line to anyone out there when someone joins in and they don't do a good job of something. I would carry around a ball in my pocket just yeah. to have this moment to be able to tell somebody this. Yeah. I had the snow a couple of weeks ago when someone was not very good on skis for the first time. Just you actually- slight, slightly adapted, but I have a snowball. <laughs> Perhaps you would like to throw it. Throw it, yeah. Perhaps you would like to bounce it. Yeah, perhaps. If you're able to. If, you, if you're confident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. Got away from you, huh? Well, oh, keep at it. I feel so sorry for Lisa <laughs> there. so good. <laughs> it's a foot. Oh. Then Alison's trophy room and Alison's showing her the diorama that she's made, mm. which you think she's going to win awards for, but turns out she doesn't mm. later on. But then, yeah, then we get the, oh, ball got away from you, huh? Keep at keep it. Keep at it. <laughs> <laughs> Who voices her father? I will look it up for you right now. Fill in the airtime, Mitch, whilst I look it up. Just edit it out, Dando. Okay. I've nothing. I will do that. I have edited out the time, or the pause, and which regular cast member do you think? I'm going to guess Harry. Harry Shearer. Okay. Of course. Who cool. else would it be? We then get back to, we've had a Fugitive reference, and we now get a Scarface reference. Mm. As Homer is Classic. asleep by his sugar pile. and ha- in, He looks so tired. In his slumber. In America... First you get the sugar, then you get the power, then you get the women. He's lost his mind. He has lost his mind. <laughs> He's gone up the river. Like, imagine how much fun this would have been for Silverman animating mm. Homer sleeping by a pile of sugar in his backyard <laughs> holding a baseball bat. Yeah. Telling Marge that in America, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get the women. So good. He then, and he's, for good reason, because he finds a guy in his sugar. Yeah, if I yeah. pay attention for oh, one you're second, you're being paranoid. Oh, really? <laughs> Rips him out. Random English guy. Yeah, he English. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's English. Yeah. <laughs> I nicked your sugar and I do it again. Yes. <laughs> Bees then arrive, and Homer thinks that they're stealing his sugar, mm. but it turns out they're actually going to make a lot of money for him. 
Mm. Well, he thought they were going to anyway. Well, without him even realizing, could have cut him a check for two thousand bucks for those bees in, before it rained. What's great is though when the, he tries to fight the bees off, they're defending themselves somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa is then showing Bart her diorama of Oliver Twist, mm. and she's got the fake snow. She stayed up all on. night. She's yeah. cool. like she's put every ounce of herself Why into though? this diorama. The, the diorama thing's weeks away. Was it weeks away? Well, she says you finished already. The diora- the contest ah, is okay. for weeks. Yeah, right. Well, she's just. She Which was makes, so worked up. So this episode, that doesn't make sense. Sugar stays in the back for a while. Yeah. But no, this episode just takes place over such a long period of time then, obviously, that she's... Sorry, that's not what I meant to say. At least... <laughs> I was just nodding. I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, um, the point that I wanted to make is that Lisa was so worked up by Alison being better than her that she couldn't sleep until it was done. Yes, that's true. And she turns on the fan and blows it out the window, yeah. but just says... Okay, at least we survived. <laughs> That's the important thing here. Don't look out the window. Bart then suggests that they should be a bit Bartesque, as the French would put it. He uses that joke twice in this episode, as the French would say. Oh, really? What was yeah. the other one? Uh, le, le fake heart or something? Ah, right. Some with you. Yeah. So, they planned. His, his big master plan first is to spray her with a hose. Spray her with a hose. Give her the best hose, so- the biggest hose soaking of her it's life. so excited for it. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about it Even is... Even willing to sacrifice some sash- splashback. The thing about it is, though, he's a 10-year-old kid. Mm. So the idea of drowning someone with a hose probably seems bad. Pretty good. Like, I would, yeah. If I walked at the front door and someone hosed me down, I would be livid. Imagine you're on your, out the door about to go to work and some random fucking kid just hosed you down. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, yeah, I would. But imagine. Would having... you defend yourself or would you just stand there? No, what are you like... going to do? Imagine having to make that phone call. <laughs> I've just been hosed. Kid just hosed me. <laughs> Try it. Well, that's one of those ideas that if you wanted to get, like, if you were calling in late for work and you wanted a good excuse, then it's pretty you know, elaborate. Call that because who's going to call you on it? Yeah, <laughs> just all you have to do is just go in the shower, mm. take a photo of yourself wet, and just say, look. Yeah. So Lisa shuts down Bart's idea. She doesn't want to drown her with a hose. We Bart then suggests that we sabotage the diorama. Yep. The good thing about this episode is that Le- they do this, right? It's bad what they do, but it's good that it's Bart that comes up with the idea and not Lisa. Mm. She's, she's still she's not evil enough to be able to think of something like this where Bart is, but it's not nice that she asked for Bart's help, I guess, to an extent. But she's just so desperate to be better than Alison that at this point in time, she doesn't know any better. Mm. And who else is she going to turn to, really? Yeah. Home is not going to help. She already tried March. Yeah. We then get the uh, the beekeepers. And this is my favourite moment of the whole episode. Yeah. I just fucking love the They're the so talk. good. Yeah. Oh, well, like, we covered most of it before, but it's... No, I, I, I just don't. <laughs> I just love the... So Beemobile. Is there Chevy? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's quite... A little too quiet. It's, it's so great. And it's so... It's just... it's a, I mean, it's a perfect rendition of, of Adam West yeah. from the 60s Batman films. Perfect. <laughs> Would have been good if they my had favorite Adam West ever. to do it. Favorite, uh, it was from the movie, maybe not my favorite ever, but one of my favorite Adam West lines is early in the, the movie. Batman movie. Yeah. Is, I never saw the Batman movie. Oh, then. really? Oh, not the Adam West it's one. Pretty great. Is it? Is it just campy as fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It, like the, him running running around the dock with the bomb over his head trying to dispose of it and he runs down some ways and sees some nuns so he turns around and then he sees some school children and he runs around all the time this got giant over bomb top, over his head yeah. he finally gets to the pier he goes to throw it over and there's some baby ducks down the bottom so he can't throw the bomb there and he has to run somewhere else awesome. and then stops pauses looks at camera some days you just can't get rid of a bomb this is Batman <laughs> yeah that's amazing Batman we used to be a very different beast then <laughs> But no, one of my favourite lines is um, they have to go somewhere. It's like, let's go 
sorry, we have to go, but inconspicuously through the window. (laughs) (laughs) Who came first, West or Shatner? They're they're quite similar in the the delivery. Well, prominently West. Because 66 was Batman. When was Star Trek first? First Star Trek? 66 to 69 was the original series. I don't think Adam West and Batman uh, and William Shatner were taking notes from each other. No, they weren't at all. Quietly. Yes. The workers then, the beekeepers then go to Homer, they offer him $2,000. Simpson, you diabolic. And Homer has no idea what's going on. No. He's just got a pile of sugar. So clueless. The bees have come to him and now he's getting paid for it. Yeah. And then it starts raining, the bees leave. Mm. This is sort of like a Wizard of Oz reference. Yeah. Oh, what a world. Oh, what a world. <laughs> you know what I never understood here is why the Englishman spits out his tea. Because he's not going to get free sugar anymore. Is that enough to make you spit it? Wouldn't you savour the last bits of free sugar sweetened tea that you would have? He's so distraught and gobsmacked that he couldn't control Mm. himself. It just came out. Okay. That's the only reason I've got. Look, it's better than anything I had. (laughs) Trust me, man. I live at the moment with two British people. They fucking love their tea. Yeah, but do they love their sugar? I don't know. Hmm. I th- I think Interesting. Nic- I think Nicola uses the artificial sweeteners, okay, which are apparently worse for you than actual sugar, are they not? I've heard that. I don't know if it's true or if that's a myth. That's why people tell you, don't drink Pepsi Max because it's got, or Diet Coke because the sweeteners are worse than actual they, sugar. Uh, yeah, but... I it, believe that's Coke sort of like, just put that idea out, just yeah. let people run with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At the school diorama contest, and the first one is Nelson with the Grapes of Wrath. Grapes of Wrath. and Not bad. Here's the grapes and here comes the wrath. Yeah, very good. very good wrath. Yeah. It was very good, Rath. Uta, I begged you. I begged you to look at my toes. I begged you. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Bart then brings in the diversion, so that he can mm. so at least he can do the swap. Hey, it's Bart, and he's doing stuff. Yes, yes. Bart, so- stop creating a diversion. Yes. <laughs> it's hilarious. Lisa then swaps him around, gives him the thumbs up, hides it in the floor, similar mm. to the Telltale Heart. Ah, uh, I don't know about similar to. Oh, hiding into the floor, sorry. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, there's no diorama switch roots no, no, in the no, Telltale no, 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 Heart. Yes. Being in the floor. Yeah, the idea of it being in the floor, yes. Yes. Is, it, is that a, just a book or is it a film as well? No. Nah, oh, if it is a film, I've not seen okay. or heard of it, so it wouldn't have been a major one. Then it's only, I don't even know if it's a full book. I think it's just a short story. Oh, okay. From, from memory. I seem to remember knocking it over very quickly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's the cow's heart. They're trying to make a monkey out of you. It's pretty gross, but it's very it's pretty well drawn. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty elaborate little plan that Bart put together here. Does the voices? Does the acting? Yeah, yeah. What I love the most about this particular moment is how Skinner's rant gets real introspective. Yeah, how he's so. like, it's it's that, um, you know, cow hearts don't belong in a classroom. Well, maybe in an older student's biology classroom, but that's none of my business. Yeah. Elementary school is where I wound up, and it's too late to do anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> And he's starting to regret skipping her. Yeah. And Lisa really starts to feel sorry for her. She feels guilty. She well, can't I mean, believe put it. Put yourself in Alison's shoes. Yeah. You put all this work into something, and then suddenly a cow heart rocks up, and you've got no idea how it happened. And you can't, you can't prove it. Yeah. It's up there with Carrie being doused in blood. That You're is like, true, yeah. You think this is your shining moment, and then it all fucks up, and you've got no idea how or why. It was great that they had Skinner not like it in the end anyway. Because mm. it would have been so cliche for her to win, and then yeah. so apologize. Like, no, that's a little bland. Ah, oh, this doesn't deserve the win. Oh, that, that's Lisa. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like does Lisa say? Oh, that's right. You know, she, I don't deserve to win. A moment of guilt. I don't deserve to win. Well, this doesn't deserve to win. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then one of my favourite Skinner moments of all time, him admiring Ralph's Star Trek. Star Wars Star Wars collection, sorry. Oh, now we're into the dregs. There's Ralph Wiggum's entry. Prepackaged Star Wars characters still in their display box? Are those the limited edition action figures? What's a diorama? Well, it's Luke. And Obi-Wan. And my favourite, Chewie. They're all here! I just love that Skinner's such a Star Wars fan. It's yeah. amazing. And I love that Van Houten just wants out. No, sorry, not Van Houten. Miss Hoover. Miss Hoover just wants out. I think it's lunchtime. What do you think? I think it's lunchtime. <laughs> we have a winner! It was nice for Ralph to win something for a change. It was. Yeah. yeah. Even though he had no idea how or why. He doesn't know what's going on. But he, he beat the smart kids mm. as he's dancing around. Yeah. Lisa comes clean in the end and Alison forgives her and they're going to be friends friends forever. And then Ralph, I beat the smart kids. I felt so bad. I'm like, oh my God, that would be worth so much money. You've ruined them, Ralph. Because mm. there's sh- legs and shit broken out of the packages everywhere. He ruined everything. When he bent when his book. Yeah, 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 yeah. They suggest to Ralph that you want to play the Enneagram game. And what's the response they get? Uh, my cat's breath smells like cat food, I think. I'll be honest, I actually stopped watching the episode. Because <laughs> I was like, I got to that point and I was like, ah, they just walk down the road now and Ralph says okay. something and yeah, that's yeah. the end of it and I've got things to do. Yeah. <laughs> so. But all in all, a, a fantastic Lisa episode. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is really, really good. A great Homer subplot. This is. This is one of the classics. One of sort of the unsung classics. I think it's got so much, so many great moments that I didn't really realize were in this episode. Mm. The most in particular, the the sugar subplot. Yeah, yeah. which is as we. It's just one of the all time classics. Oh, so good. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from this episode, Mitch? Uh, I learned that the feds don't give up easy. That is true. I learned that a mountain of sugar is too much for one man. For one man. <laughs> Brilliant. To fail. Mailbag time. Mailbag. Um, Let's kick off. Stephanie writes in to the mailbag. Good afternoon. Here is my photo photo for you. Let's chat now. Sweet kiss. Can I see the photo? Uh, You can. Wait, this is legit? No. (laughs) No, but I mean... I mean, it is legitimately... We got got an email saying Yeah, it is legitimately in the mailbag. So, if you want to email this uh, Stephanie, you can email S-V-E-T-U-L-K-A... 77777 at yandex.ru. Yandex.ru. <laughs> it's Russia, the I guess. Hell is, yeah, I suppose it is. Despite the fact she, that she looks... It's not every day you get an attractive Russian email on you, Mitch. We should probably take her up on this offer. I, and I should probably send her whatever money she requests because no doubt she'll have some immigration issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but probably, probably due some inheritance of some kind. Yeah. And I'm sure if I was to help kindly then I'd be repaid in, like, tenfold. Of course. Mm. So, thanks for the email, Stephanie. Thank you very we much. Are you listening. Kelly Walker writes in, Hi, ha- we've got an interesting platform for you. It's all about landing your website on the first page Have of we been Google. Hacked? Have we been hacked? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Cheryl, she has a question, and this one looks real. Hi, I messaged you on Facebook a while ago. I was listening to the podcast, and you said not to do that, and email instead. So, here I am. Thank you for listening, Cheryl. I would say this is from a while back because remember I used to ask people how they would how they listen to the show. So mm-hmm. um, Cheryl mostly listens to it on her phone using uh, one of the many Android um, podcasting apps. apps. Yep, one of the competition. Um, <laughs> anyway, she, uh, I'm sure she uses Podbean.com now because they're one of the well, they are the world's best podcast mm. hosting platform. We're we're running with that, even though. Uh, I think you tweeted through the week that there was an issue with getting the website up. But they fixed the, the, the it so up. quick because <laughs> they are the world's number one <laughs> podcast hosting platform. Um, Cheryl actually has a question that I think we've 
I don't know. This is this is going to call for an on-air meeting. Um, should have read the email before I'd actually started reading it. So I should have read it myself before yeah. I started reading it out loud. What happens once we get past the golden years of The Simpsons? We're going we'll to keep out, going. We're going to keep going. As lo- my theory is, that is discussed. My theory is, as long as people are listening, we will keep going. That's true. If people are listening, I'll continue doing anything. And I, my theory is, if I was listening to a show and they were doing episodes that I didn't necessarily watch, I'd want to hear their thoughts and think, well, do I want to actually watch mm. that one? Mm. If you'd like a sneak peek at what that might sound like, you can subscribe to us on Patreon mm. because we are about to do a review. After we finish recording this, we're going to do a review for Squirt and the Whale. By the time episode, you listen to this, it'll be available on Patreon. It will be. An episode uh, from season 21, I yes. believe. Episode 19-ish. I'm not too sure. But yeah, we won't talk about that. I want to talk about that with you when we do the yeah. review. But yeah, Squirt and the Whale is going to be this month's Patreon because every mm. month we do a... A future review. So, we've mostly been doing episodes that are season 7, 8, 9-ish, yep. classic ones. Now that we're catching we up ha- to those. Yeah, we did Halloween of Horror. Yep. But people are now saying, can you do this one, like season 15, season 20-something? So, that's what we're going to be doing more of now because we don't want to be... We feel bad charging you for a review that you're probably going to get for free in six months' time. Hmm. Not that bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Also, going to be doing some Let's Plays as well. We did just did a movie review of Baby Driver hmm. and what else did we do? Baby Driver, Dunkirk, and Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. Going to be doing War of the Planet of the Apes as well this week. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to do a full review of that, I'll be honest. After watching it... Didn't like it? I, not that I didn't like it. I just don't know how much I've got to... We'll tack that on to the end of something. And we're going to have a special guest for that one, our new co-host for the movie reviews. Okay, well, if we've got a special guest, yes. then I'll be able to talk about it in more detail. We'll, but we'll do that. Unlike the previous ones where we did it as a spoiler-free review, let's do Planet of the Apes as a spoiler review, yep. and then I can... Dig in his, and yeah. talk more. His uh, his first comments were not as good as the other ones. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I like my one sentence summation of it is that the movie felt like a two and a half hour epilogue to the second one. Okay, it just first one was groundbreaking CGI. Second one took it to a scale we hadn't seen before. Third one continued, and that was not necessary. Like it wasn't bad by any means, but it was just like ah. Good, but uh, you haven't shown me anything that I haven't seen. Okay. And it's a, it was a franchise that I was associating with seeing something that does I hadn't seen before. The, the story, though, is, is, it, is it a yeah. good story? Yeah, 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 the story's fine. Okay. It, like, it's fine. It's a right, fine cool. movie. So that's going to be another review you're going to get this month on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Four Finger Discount. Now, Mitch, mailbag. Yeah, we're, we're in the mailbag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 question. Sorry. Um, Pete, hey guys, just catching up with the secrets of a successful marriage mm-hmm. and the three shots from a double barreled shotgun debate. Oh, again. You absolutely can fire three rounds without reloading. Before I moved to Australia. We had someone email us telling us that you can't. Well, numerous the, people. Pete has. Okay, he's an expert. Where's he from? Uh, from Yorkshire. Okay. Uh, so I used to dabble. No, I can't do a Yorkshire accent. Don't uh, even try it. <laughs> Uh, so, Pete used to dabble in some clay pigeon shooting, and one of his friend's guns, which was a double barrel, had a third chamber beneath that would load a third shell into the chamber just uh, after the first two had been discharged. Mm, I'm intrigued. So, yeah, I wish it's you subscribe to this guy's newsletter. Mm. Uh, what else? We've got a lot of people talking about epidermis. Yeah, that was that was... People were furious about that. Rob Crasser, he writes in with kind of a real-life Simpsons story mm-hmm. turned into a question as well. My favourite kind of stories. Um, firstly, Rob uh, said that he thinks it's awesome that the Patreon patrons are going to be name-dropped in the book. Now, yeah. for all Patreon patrons, you are listed in the book in the acknowledgements page, providing you've got a real name in there. So, if you've got like a, a username or... SpongeBob. A, yeah, or something like that, you, you, you're cut out. So, 
um, given that it's very close to now the book being finalized and finally going to print. Probably the next if week. You, that's it. Yeah, off. pretty much. So if you jump onto Patreon, if you change, if you want to be in there, change your name to a proper first and last name, or if you just want to throw us a buck, um, you subscribe for a dollar as the minimum amount, just to support, help support the show. Basically, it's just to say thank you. Um, then you will be able to get it in there as well. But you're gonna have to do it. I will say, like, we're recording this on the... This goes live on Thursday night, Thursday morning. Realistically, if it's not done by the 10th, then that's going to be too late. So this is going to be going live on, like, the 3rd. Yeah. Yeah, so you got you got about a week. Yep. So, by by Thursday. By Thursday, if you're not in, next, next Thursday, you're not in the book. Pretty much. So, anyway, a couple of weeks ago, uh, his fiance's brother and sister-in-law visited um, for the weekend. As they are prone to do, they brought their karaoke machine along. The machine is Bluetooth-capable, wow, so you can... Ba- guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's nice when guests bring the entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you can basically play any song that you can download or stream. So, they were taking... I'm assuming that means that they would have had to be singing karaoke over the existing vocals for the most part. But okay. anyway... Um, so it's just a microphone. Taking, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, you could just have a microphone and a CD player. And that'd be fine. Just anyway, um, they would each take a turns with their various songs and several refreshments. In they began to sing songs from different musicals, like Little Shop of Horrors and The Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon has got some big numbers to try and belt out, and Little Shop of Horrors could be kind of fun, actually. Like, little Shop, Little Shop of Horrors. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Not that he's uh, Peter's opposed to such things, but he didn't know shit all about musicals, let alone particular songs. So, be- but he began to feel the pressure to try to follow um, suit. In a flash of clarity, I make my selection and proceed to bring down the house with a stunning rendition of "I'm Checking In," where I shocked everyone. I'm checking in as I totally nailed the whole thing, including the judges' part. Point being, if you were to choose to belt out any Simpson song at a karaoke night, what would you go with? That is a great one. Um, see my vest. Hmm. It's a nice long form song. Golfers, former golfers, and you can get back into it again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, all right, it's a real song and dance one. That one. It is a real upbeat song and dance number. Um, oh, if I had the, I reckon you could do. Like, it was well, it's not what, really. What, what about? I was going to say jazz man, but that's not even really. A what about song. spring in Springfield and doing the sound effects? Um, it's never been we one of my favorite won't songs. Take a whoop. Paint my wagon. Uh, my wagon. Yeah, paint my wagon. Um. No, stop the Planet of the Apes. I want to get off. That's fucking that. Oh, yeah, because you can do different characters in that. Oh, so good. By the way, at trivia nights, we should mention at trivia nights too. Because I we want, should at our trivia nights, I want to get a sing along going mm. of people singing Doctor Zayas. Well, slash- what I want to so we've been to the Seinfeld trivia nights. Yes, and there's a moment in there where they get the entire crowd. Um, to give it a big Stella, Stella. So I want to divide the room and have the Seinfeld fans doing Stella, Stella, and have the Simpsons fans coming in with Can't you hear me, Yella? What, what, what about having them say Smithers? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want the sing song. Okay, okay. <laughs> that Smithers would be pretty good as well. <laughs> By the way, just go just in a message. This guy messaged earlier today on the Facebook page, Ranjit Najir, I believe mm. his name is, saying how he's outraged that I didn't know Epidermis. He also writes here with the Genius at Work n- nerd uh, screenshot, and while I'm here complaining, he says, Mitch recently claimed that Kevin Pollack had never really been in movies before Casino and The Usual Suspects. But 
He then went on to stay okay, in well, the same he, episode. He was in A Few Good Men. That, a few, that good, a few Good Men is a movie that he'll always watch whenever it's on. A movie in which Kevin Pollack has a significant role and which predates the other two movies by several years. Are we to believe that this is, in fact, some kind of magic Kevin Pollack? Boy, <laughs> I hope someone got fired for that blunder. Okay. Look, if the podcast was called Kevin Pollack's Biography, I'd have... <laughs> I'd have, or filmography. I'd have spent more time making sure that I got the exact timeline down. All I'm saying is, A Few Good Men, Casino... What was the other one? <laughs> Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects. And then, like, the, the whole nine yards. I think he was in that. That's way after. That's about it. Like, there's Kevin Pollock is one of those guys that I, I, I enjoy. Whenever I see him in something, I'm like, Ah, Kevin Pollock, cool. But come on, no one is sitting out there going, excuse me, he played Lieutenant Sam Weinberg, <laughs> all right? And if we're not going to fucking get down the fact that his daughter pointed at a mailbox and said, pa, then I'm not listening to Four Finger Discount anymore. <laughs> well, this guy was outraged. Yeah, well, fucking. <laughs> Fuck you, Ranjit. <laughs> I need to also give a shout out to a man who I forgot to give a shout out to last week, and I promised it. His name is Jason Clear, and he put together the video of all the different Simpsons clips to the tune of Bohemian Rhapsody. Kevin Pollack actually has a very similar hat to me. Sorry. Um, that was a fantastic video. Fucking, it's brilliant. And it's uh, the reason I had to give him a shout out is because I put up on our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and he he allowed us to do it, so we appreciate that. So go to our Four Finger Discount YouTube channel, and just go to YouTube and type Simpsons Bohemian Rhapsody. It was put together by a listener named Jason Clear. Really appreciate it, mate. There's your shout out. Hope you enjoyed it. Mitch, got any more questions for us for this week? Yeah, I'll get into it. Get into them. He's looking through the mailbag. So many questions coming through lately. It's fantastic. Yeah, what do you know? Kevin Pollock was in LA Story. But A Few Good Men was pretty much his first film. I'm just double checking to see if there's anything else that I missed. Small rolling grumpy old men. Then Usual Suspects came along. Kevin Pollock is actually, uh, has 134 credits to his name on IMDb. And a whole lot of them you've never seen. From Velvet <laughs> from Stephen from Stephen Welsh who whose username on emails came up as Velvet anyway Velvet Welsh hey Mitch hey Dan porn star name it is a great porn star name <laughs> first shout uh, firstly a shout out to his best friend Craig fellow Simpsons fanatic who introduced me to your lovely podcast thanks Craig my question is do you watch the deleted scenes for the episodes if you're watching the DVD box sets I think the only time we've mentioned it was the robotic Richard Simmons from Burns' Hair have yeah, you ever considered not a deleted scene because it's in 138. It's deleted from the episode, yeah, just because yeah. it shows up later. Yeah. But anyway, um, have you guys ever considered covering the deleted scenes before now? I have. It's just, I always just watch these on my hard drive as opposed to getting the DVDs out. Yeah. I It's something I want to start doing because I, I feel like I need to start listening to the audio commentaries and that before just to make sure I find out as much info about the episode as I possibly can before I do the reviews, but it's yeah. just me being lazy lately. I feel like too often a deleted scene is deleted for a reason. So I'm mm. never really inclined to delve into them too but, but much. It doesn't don't necessarily say that, oh, they should have included this. It's just people might not have the DVDs and they want to hear what was deleted. People just like to hear random trivia about the mm. episode. How about we discuss all the deleted scenes in deleted episodes of Four Finger Discount? Why not? Yeah. We've been doing it all along, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we trim them for the inevitable CD release. You probably make episodes out of the stuff that we delete. Well, we did once. That's right. Mm. Did we actually release that on a in the on the free? Was that a Patreon thing? No, I'm pretty sure that was on the free one. I think so. Mm. Anyway, the, sort of the the four finger discount, the stuff you've never heard. Yeah, that kind of thing, like an end of year special or whatever. Mm. Oh, and was that it for the mailbag? That's it for the mailbag. That's it for the mailbag. Um, I'm all gonna give a quick shout out to my boy mm-hmm. Andrew Johnson, caught up Your after boy. the footy. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. Um, uh, after Hawthorne just 
in a thriller over Sydney, keeping our finals hopes mm. just barely alive. Listener to the show, apparently uh, shouts you a lot of beers. Very lucky man. Very bought generous a, Bought man, me a few Andrew beers. Is. Very kind of him. I will point out that I bought beers back as well. I wasn't. I hope just, so. Yeah. <laughs> For yourself. Oh, maybe, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was celebrity beers, Dad. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, can I tell you? So, people, uh, it's been a while since I've been overly pretentious on the podcast. <laughs> when, um, Really? You've been pretentious whole show. So, like, I, was, I, was, I got to the bar first, right? So, I've done that um, thing of, okay, look, I'm, I'm, at, I'm by the sports bar. Uh, I'll see you when you get here. I'm the one dressed as an author. You said that? Yes. <laughs> Fool. That was hilarious. <laughs> I'm more than happy to laugh at my own joke. Were you dressed as an author? Um, yeah, actually, you I was. I was on top? No, I was wearing that same blue um, sweater that Why I was you wearing. Why were you wearing your Hawthorne top? You're at the football. It was after the football. I went to my car and I dropped off the unnecessaries and then came back. But you won. You're supposed to sh- wear that top with pride. really hot. The heaters were cranked up. Yeah, I had to strip some very layers. Well extended, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, th- good night. Yeah, great time. Yeah. Next episode, I am not happy and you're going to be even less happy. Why? Another Simpsons clip show. Oh, no, we can't do that. <laughs> we have to do No, it. we can't. <laughs> They're not good. There's nothing for us to talk You're about. You're generally upset. What I'm not. We, what we will do no, is... I we'll, refuse. We'll do like a mini one and we'll just whack them both up. You said there's enough from deleted... Have you still been keeping deleted parts of four-finger discount? Like, do you have like a little bin of of good stuff that you cut out? There's not much good stuff anymore. It's, it's cut out for a reason. Fuck. <laughs> no, what, we'll just do that, like a real short one, short and sweet, and then we'll just do the next one. So, it'll be... It'll be we have to have the OCD in me has to be in chronological order. We have to have something. Yeah, the wanting to put out something that's actually good. But the, we're going to give them something good and something just to feel, just so it's chronological. We have to do it. There's no point putting out like a ten minute. Which episode. one is it? Uh, it's, it's the romance one. It's got like three scenes in it, and they're all just sitting around a table. I understand. Okay, so this is what we're going to do: mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au or at fourfingerpod on Twitter. Do you guys want to hear us do a review of this episode or just just include it at the start of the next one and skip it? Like two I, and one. I say we just include it at oh, the start of the next one. We can't skip it though because it really... Because it, it fucks up the headings. Like It's just... I, I, can we just do a little one? I under, I completely agree and understand your point of view. Forget the headings. <laughs> you just The heading can be the episode. And then brackets plus a little bit on the clip this show. This is really important. Everyone listening, can you please either respond to us on Twitter or mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au tell us if you, we should do a review of another Simpsons clip show. All right, I'll tell you what. The only way I'm doing that review is if we spend 80% of the time not talking about the show. Yeah, it's just at okay. the start and then we talk about so, whatever. Yeah, so we will structure it like a clip show ourselves, but like in the way of... We'll discuss a little bit, and then we're, all, we're not going to in any way mention clips or talk about clips because I'm not talking about stuff that I've already spoken about. No one wants to listen to that. We'll just we'll just run a mark and talk about whatever. I'll, I'll come to. I will come with a notepad of shit to discuss. Okay. Okay. That's the only way it's happening. All right then. That's what's going to happen next week, guys. But still, we want to hear your thoughts. Do you guys want to hear us talk about it? Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? I'm so fucking upset about this. Shh.
Four-Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea, and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting. 